When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 185. My name's Turner Sparks. And my, this is where I say my name, right? Yes. That's how we do this thing? Yes. My name is Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. That's Cap with the K. Also, this show is on Instagram. We're Lost in America pod. We're putting up videos all the time. Come check us out. Kaplan, what a show we have. We have Usama Siddiqui joining us today. One of our favorites. Multi-time guest of this show, right? regular regular almost would you call him a regular on this show he's i believe now you become i think when you get to three you're a regular right is I that think how it works he's in the three timers club yes the three time because the first time you know the second time sometimes you can come back because you know you're a mistake a once maybe we it's didn't know we even mistake. had you on the first time we forgot we didn't even yeah sometimes we have someone back on and then we're like why did, was it good the first time sometimes producer matt books somebody and we oh, didn't even approve of it I mean, he's got his own. He gives out quid pro quo favors left and right with our guests. <laughs> left we know and that. right. We know that. And then so. all of a sudden, uh, we get, you know, up there on the hill, up there in the Upper West Side, they do what they play by their own rules. And that's where he works up until recently. Yeah, he learned, you know, he learned from Stand Up New York, a place that if you haven't read the newspaper, we're going to talk about this later. He, they're doing shows. They're, they're back. Yeah, we're going to get so, to that. We're going to break in the that. laws. So, yeah, he's a law. He, he doesn't he, he flies by his own tune. So okay. he says, hey, I booked this guy and we go, we don't like that guy. We had him on once. He stunk. And he goes, I don't care. I lost a bet. You know, I lost the marble races. I, I owe him a hundred bucks <laughs> and now I got to do it. So anyway, but Usama's not in that crew. He doesn't fall into that. He's a friend. We've had him on multiple times. He's great. He has, has he, he's had a giant couple of weeks. Let's he is the Forrest Gump of stand up comedy. Anywhere comedy's happening happening in the world, he somehow is in the story. The so, Forrest Gump. I want you to call him that when he gets on the air. I will, because he had a big, he was on America's Got Talent. He's too he young, a, though. He won't get the reference, but yeah. He had a great set on America's Got Talent, right? They loved him over yeah. there. Simon Cowell. This is two weeks ago. Top of the world he is. He's Millions of people are watching him on TV, national, to international TV. And then what happens? A week later, boom, crashes back down to earth. He's at the, oh, the dubious, the world's most famous open mic at Stand Up New York. New, uh, the New York Times covered it. And uh, to say, is comedy ready to open back up? Well, let's go. These people are doing comedy illegally, I guess you might want to say. And um, he's he's right in the middle of it. They're the Lenny Bruce's of the new era. They're just they're 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 flaunting the laws. Not only did he show up to that, I'm trying to say his picture. If you open the New York Times, boom, it's his picture right there on stage with a mask on. But he has it down around his neck. The cool guy mask move as he's telling jokes. So we're going to talk to him about all that cap. But before all that, we have a new Patreon subscriber. I will let you introduce him. He's a friend of yours. Go for it. You have the name. He is Stan the man Rosenfield. And he's a uh, yeah, longtime uh, friend, as I said. Lo- 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 he's a, he's a per- uh, the, the best publicist in the game in Hollywood. The biggest publicist in Hollywood. He you know he represents my boss uh, Robert De Niro. Robert repre- De Niro. You always repre- gloss over that, or you say it quickly. I don't know if you're embarrassed or what it is, but Robert. Well, well De Niro. right now I'm unemployed, so it's uh, <laughs> my ex. You're furloughed. 
furloughed. He represents uh, Morgan Freeman. He he represents uh, heard of him. A lot of heavy hitters. George Clooney. George Clooney. If you want, uh, if you want uh, to try out Clooney's tequila, befriend Stan. Stan. He might have a bottle. In and his, now uh, he's a subscriber to our Patreon page. So they pay him money. He pays us money. So we're basically getting Clooney's money. We're get Clooney is basically a subscriber. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. <laughs> you know, I'm sure next time Stan and Clooney are. Uh, uh, well, I don't know when they'll see each other again because I don't know when publicity returns to Hollywood. Sore subject, I'm sure. But uh, but next time they're sitting around backstage somewhere, I'm sure he's gonna Stan's gonna be listening to the Patreon show, and Clooney's gonna, you know, become a fan. He's it's gonna go. He's, he's gonna go. Give me those earbuds. <laughs> Give what me are those you? Ear- they probably share them. You know. They're- what are you laughing about over there? <laughs> Give me those earbuds. So what's up, yeah. Clooney? All right, Cap. Back to the back to. Uh, oh, you have something from? Is it a quiz or what do we got going here today? Yeah, you know, I know. You cooked um, up I something. Don't- well, I, I think, you know, the quarantine is, is coming to an end as, as uh, we're, we're moving in that direction. At least allegedly. Years. Allegedly. Well, I saw Cuomo today. I watched the show to, to get in the mindset. Did you watch the show? I did not watch Cuomo today. No. Cuomo was, he was in great form and he was talked. I just got to quickly say I'm he had a new you, bit. He's he, getting better. He had a new bit. He goes, he did his whole slideshow with like the facts and how you have to pay a bunch of the facts. Yes. And then he goes, you know, I could say... You know, I could introduce myself and say I'm blonde, I'm blue eyes, and I got a nice little button nose, and I could tell everybody that. But it's not if it's not a fact, it's not going to impress anybody, which I guess he's saying that's like an attractive thing. You want to be he, a little Aryan of him, but all right. <laughs> oh, he's saying he's an ugly, he's the ugly. He's duckling. saying he's uh, got a big nose and he's dark hair. Listen, and there's a reason uh, he's <laughs> not on a 11 p.m. on cable news every night, you know? Exactly. So he just kept saying that. And his slide, his production team has really improved where the PowerPoints are coming up at a rapid pace. They got, they got just, they're really matching. They're, it's a real. Wait, can I add? It's a, it's a slick production over there? It's a real slick production yeah it's really great. well-oiled machine it's a well-oiled machine he was uh, he was taking credit for the u.s opens coming back he was taking credit for our low uh <laughs> test rates it was it, it, he really likes to take credit he really is the the democrat trump right because democratic version of trump because he takes credit for anything and everything that happened there was no slideshows about nursing homes he glossed <laughs> what about <laughs> yeah, so wait i don't even get the bit though so if i could have blue eyes and blonde hair i could tell people i did what's he talking about He's saying you can't be these states that you can't just uh, say you have like I, I, testing. You know, you can't just say that you're out of it if you're in a state that's he's oh. basically throwing shade at these states that are 21 states. He was saying are increasing. Well, I will say I'm very happy as we announced on the Patreon show. I'm not going to give you the date of our return, but we, we and I are moving back to New York City. If you want to find out what date we're moving back, subscribe to the Patreon show. How about that? Lost in America pod slash Patreon. I mean, Patreon.com. <laughs> That's worth five dollars a month just to know when just you're coming Just to know home. when I'm moving back. You got to find out over there. But I'm glad to be coming back because he, our state, New York State, is taking it the most seriously. We are. You know how China uh, obviously got hit first with this, and so then they in turn took it they messed up early unquestionably but then they also took it more seriously than everybody and controlled it better uh so i feel like new york state is the china of america we got hit first we covered it up potentially i'm not sure and then um but then now we're taking it the most seriously so we're quarantining the longest we're keeping people in we're trying to at least but in these other states around the united states they're going it's over they just decided it's over Right. They've yeah. decided, but they decided, decided the they're blonde. have they, not decided. Right. They've decided they've got blonde hair and blue eyes and a, I and get a small the nose is what they're trying a to say. A small nose is what he, <laughs> said? what he said. I think he said a little pixie oh. nose. 
<laughs> oh, Lord. So he's uh, he's trying to do a little Jewish. He heard like some Jewish comics make jokes about their noses. And now he's like, I'll just do that. He's know. trying to do the material. Well, <laughs> so, I will say Como show. Just a shout out to the show real quick before we move on. Yeah. It is, as we've been saying, you know, it had a bit. It was a big hit early on. It was season one, season two of, of Friends. Right. And then. <laughs> It really died. I mean, it went out. It went to, it was, who wants to be a millionaire when they had that one lady from The View hosting it, remember? It, like after Reed really... just left. And no one's been watching it recently. But then I tuned in uh, a few days ago. You tuned in yesterday. I got to tell you, in obscurity, they are now doing their best shows. They it's, are. It's no it's one's like a watching. But There's going to be a New York Times culture page ex- article on it one day. Where it's on like, how good the comedy is. Their comedy yeah. writers are second to none now. It's a slick production. And I think they're ready for one of those, like everybody, you know, it's like what happened with uh, South Park. Like 90% of the world stopped watching it and it got 300 times better. Yeah. yeah. And the only, and now it's a cult following of people who do watch it. So we're sticking it out with Como. Anyway, keep you, going. You, well, you know, who's oh, just last point on that is Ruby Kaplan is not fall. She came in today and she goes, daddy, does every, is governors only talk on TV? I've said, yeah, you usually see my TV. He's like, well, are there any governors who don't talk on TV? I was like, yeah, I bet some governors aren't talking TV every day. She's like, well, let's go to one of move to one of those places because I want to watch The Price is Right. So she, <laughs> she wants to watch The Price. She's still upset right. it's being preempted. But anyway, well, yeah, I was gonna. So what I wanted to say to you is that the the University of Michigan, some uh, some public health experts put together because people want to they want to return to normal, but they want to do it in a safe way, you know. So they want to know their risk. So they created a scale of um, ten. Uh, the ten risky like levels like activities of what's what's the most risky way to re to contact COVID, the riskiest to way it. to contact. Okay, to, to get, get it. yeah, the, the basically contract to, it. Contract. to contract that would be the better word use of English <laughs> language. So ten being the riskiest and one being the less riskiest. So okay, I don't know how well you know you seem to be an expert. So maybe should we do this family feud style where you just. You try to like you want to try. Yeah, to yeah. Give me five. Show me. I want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or we'll give you points based on. Yeah, maybe it'll be points based if on. If we're what doing level. this real Family Feud style, though, you need to clap and pretend like you believe in my answer, no matter how dumb the answer is. I've, I've my nanny used to watch it all the time when the, the kids are raised on that before Price is Right. That's so my I, favorite I I aspect. I can of do the Steve Harvey. Any show on television <laughs> is when no the other like family members like they'll go uh, five things you'd say at the barber shop and. And somebody goes, pass the ketchup. Mm. And the rest of the family member has to go, okay, yeah, okay, could be ketchup. Yeah, okay. And they clap, you know, kind of convincing themselves. Yeah. Why Why be. not pass the ketchup? Sure, maybe. Okay, so. So let's see if you can get, like, let's see what you can get in the top five. Those will give you points for it. And they'll give ten you that, most yeah. um, likely ways it. you could contract it. Is that what well, I'll just so I'll give you just as, just as a, an example, because we discussed the U.S. Open is reopening. They said playing tennis is an example of a one. It's the safest sport to play. I see. I see. So it's a one. It's not very risky. You can show me, show me having sex. (laughs) This is places to go though. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was ways of contracting it. Oh no, no. Well, yeah, but it's in public. So I guess public sex. Oh, I see. I see. These are places. These are places. Yeah. Things you can do activities. Yes. Activities. Okay. Show me going to a comedy club. Show you going to a comedy club. Audience? Audience <laughs> likes it. They like it. 
Well, we are going to have to make a ruling because they did not put comedy club. Okay. Or how about indoor show, Broadway show, comedy club, one of these uh, stage stage shows. All right. That is a risk factor of a nine. Whoa. It's a nine? Yes. That is as risky as it gets. That's a risk factor. Oh, I guess 10 is riskiest, but. Oh, yikes. Nine out of 10. And I will say they don't actually list 10 here on anything on 10. So I guess 10 is. having sex with a stranger in a comedy club <laughs> while talking a lot from Wuhan <laughs> from strangers Wuhan. from Wuhan <laughs> no i think florida but yeah go ahead. oh my gosh all right number okay show me um flying on an airplane flying on an airplane show me flying on an airplane that is a five ding 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 we'll take it that's top five ding ding wow really yeah. so- yeah, and is playing. this exponential growth? Like, is it's multi, going to a comedy club is multi, multi, multiple times worse than flying on an airplane? What if you're doing comedy on the airplane? It, well, that, basically, there's that's, that's a good point. That's you safe. Could, yeah. So maybe that's what we need to start doing is doing stand up on airplanes to get people flying again. You get a couple jokes while you're sitting there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like they're saying is, you know, people have to consider like the the likelihood that they'll, the other people like part of the factor is it's not just proximity to people, whether indoors or outside, but the, the people you're with. So the part of the so will they be practicing the right thing? So oh, flying on an airplane to Wuhan. Yeah. Well, they're thinking people on the plane because it's short. It's like a bar is more risky because people start drinking and then they start they let their guard down. They oh, start doing well, things. wait, wait. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I won't do the bar because you kind of. So just you gave got that planes. You got one in the top five. I got one of the top five. No, I also got a comedy club thing. I got that. No, but that's in that was that's a risk factor of a nine. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, that's extremely risky, right? I thought I was trying to right, guess th- the most risky. Oh, I thought. Oh, I was trying to guess the less risky. Oh yeah, the Who most wants risky. To guess okay. the least risky. Oh, you're right. Let's, well, least risky is sitting at home quarantine in your house. That's the least risky. All right, you're right. Right. All right, let's go with most risky. Oh so my good gosh, job. who's producing this show? <laughs> Producer it, right? Matt, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um, show me uh, um, a mart, a protest. I think they were trying to be politically correct. So, so that's they not don't on actually there. Have okay, 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 okay. Let me keep going. Barbershop, because we're running out of time. Barbershop. Barbershop, yes, is a number six on the risk factor. Wow. So that is in the, yeah, there you go. So that, that's good, though. That's in the top five, that means. All right. Sporting event, uh, football, outdoor football game, something like that. Eight. Show me sports stadiums is a number eight. There so a comedy go. club is more risky than going because yeah, it's inside. I think. Oh my the, lord, we're never. Well, coming I'm counting back. it, and they're also because of the well, the drinking's in both. You know, any, they're basically saying where people are drinking, they're going to be talking a lot and letting their guard down. But oh my gosh, my job is to let my guard down. <laughs> That's what I do for a living is let my guard. If my guard's let up, your, I'm a terrible yeah, comedian. They're not going to laugh. That's yeah. the new, the silent comedian. That's the future. Mm. <laughs> the chaplain it's not very funny but you won't get coronavirus yeah that's it uh no, show me going me another... to going to a um a jewish funeral <laughs> what's it to be a... isn't that sh- you said don't they have thousands of people will come to a funeral you told me well they do but they don't they don't they don't have jewish funeral on this things uh i i believe religious probably... service religious they service. say okay yeah churches i i'm Wouldn't giving it to number eight Churches and buffets are listed together. Like that's, that's one thing. Offensive. I, I think it's a poor use of comma. 
before you, but so yeah, I think they're counting religious, all religions together. Listen, Kaplan, in America, in some parts of America, these bigger states, a buffet is is a religious service. <laughs> exactly. So it, so you got another number eight there. So you've gotten two eights. Wait, so you're saying it's offensive nine. to put a Jewish synagogue, but you're allowed to put a church? No, I didn't say offensive. I said that's a little specific. Like, oh, it's specific. I don't think they're going oh, like I see. Jewish. Like, so they're lumping in Jewish synagogue with I mean, church or whatever. I think they were. Yeah, we're lumping that all together. It's I'm looking really, at all religious. religious. They should say religious yeah. service. If anything, they're they're ignoring Jews and Muslims. And I see. I see. Churches. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> all right. Uh, give me the last two. We got to get Osama's waiting. Well, the so they have different things in categories. So I'll just give you the categories here. So the top category, you have bars and large concerts, and then oh, concerts in the risk. In the A, in the state stadiums, churches, and buffets, it also says gyms and amusement <laughs> parks. And then in the risk factor seven, it says public pools, which is bad news because I was hoping they'd. I thought public the, pools were okay. I guess because they're thinking there's so many people and they slam together and they're, I don't know. All right. And then risk factor six, so we're still not great, is the, is the barber shops, but it's also, and all hair, hair salons and also movie theaters are counting in there. And then in the five, so now in the middle ground, we How got. How is planes. a movie theater any different from a comedy club? Well, it depends on what kind of movie. If you're going to see a comedy, then it's the same yeah, thing. People, I, I mean, yeah. I no comedies. I, Will Ferrell's out. <laughs> I had a joke there, but it would be offensive in these times. So uh, moving on, we got planes, we got beaches, we got bowling alleys, and backyard barbecues are considered a risk factor five. And then, so if you want to know this, uh, for some reason, a dentist office gets its own category as a risk factor four. Okay. <laughs> it's the same as a busy sidewalk or dentist office. And then a three, so now we're pretty safe, is libraries, museums. I don't understand why those are so safe, but maybe because no one goes. Grocery stores, hotels, and Because no one goes. How are grocery stores so much safer than, I don't agree with this. They haven't been to and, key food, man. Urban and market. Risk, yeah, exactly. You know, so this is the best. Risk factor two. This is safe stuff now. We got pumping gas, as if you were worried. <laughs> what? Walking, running, and biking. Those are all walking activities. Well, that's that's good because I haven't been walking in months. Yeah, just yeah. And then all. the number the number one risk factor one examples are restaurant takeout. <laughs> in case you were curious about that, so, okay. and tennis. That's the categories. Tennis. tennis. Who wrote this? I so where's know, golf? Golf is in there with tennis. I would. I, bet. I think golf gets a thing with tennis. They don't talk about basketball. White football, collar sports con- are a one because because yeah, all these little, people writing the articles go play tennis and golf all the time. Yeah, public pools. Uh, it's a little. We might send some hate mail to the to the University of Michigan. Where's Domino's episodes. on there? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Get some new writers. All right, Cap, we got Usama Siddiqui on the line. Mr. America's Got Talent. Mr. Got Talent. Let's. uh, He's got talent, folks. Should we patch him in? Zoom him in. Zoom him in. All right, we're back with Usama Siddiqui. Welcome to the show, dude. What up, dude? New guns, quarantine at, guns, right here. Whoa! Look at those those guns. Those arms got talent. That, that, <laughs> this is this is a sexy guy pose when they just do this. When they yeah, have that hand, like, yeah. What's up, I'm sexy? What's up? Have you been what's Have you been working out? And you look 
Very no, similar. Dude, but... no, no, fuck you, dude. Okay, Turner. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, you know, it, it was an ironic joke, and now we got to actually talk about my health? Okay. <laughs> you have been all over the place. First of all, I was just calling you before we brought you on the Forrest Gump of comedy. Because uh, I'm retarded? What are you talking about? What is it? <laughs> because anytime in the last like month, anytime comedy has been in the news, you've been involved in it. Dude, dude, nobody, when you say Forrest Gump of comedy, thinks, oh, the thing where he's involved in every life event. That comes later in the movie. When you say I'm the Forrest Gump of comedy, people think I either run fast or I fucking am mentally challenged. There's no like, oh, you must have met all presidents. That's that's the (laughs) the second half of Forrest Gump. That's not the immediate metaphor reference. Jesus Christ. All right. Hey, 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 you're like the Hitler of comedy. You know, you're a good painter. You paint pictures well on stage. You went to uh, Argentina recently. The Hitler <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, hey, no, but also you were on, not only you, like, so you're, okay, so let's start with America's Got Talent. I want to start there. Sure, sure. There's a couple of things going on in my life right now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a few. <laughs> I've yeah. like four different things to talk to you about. <laughs> sure, let's go. Let's go. Um, we'll get to the New York Times later. <laughs> yeah. Should we start there? Do you want to start with that? Let's start there. Why not get the bad shit out of the way? Why not? Let's, let's get that out. <laughs> Out of the way, I might have gotten, uh, I might have gotten deep half from every county club in New York in, in one fell swoop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, they won't remember. That's all right. The James Altucher will still book you. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'm only gonna do a West Village spot at some point in my life. I'll be fine. So, did, so, so, did you get what happened? You got an email like, "Hey, we're gonna have an open mic." <laughs> yeah, I mean, one, one of my friends uh, Chloe set it up. I, I wasn't thinking, you know, I, I was just like, "Dude, I, you know, I'm just like comedy. I, I'm not." You know, we're learning about things day by day. I'm, I'm not thinking, oh, I can't wait to kill old people. That's, that's my aim. I'm sure. kinda, you know, I'm just like, dude, I, I have done comedy forever. It seems like it's going to be a small thing. I think they did legalized gatherings of the 10 to whatever, right? Um, yeah. Something like that. So I was like, all right, yeah, this sounds like it's legit, right? Doesn't seem like it's a problem. Um, I go up and it's a great time. We all have a good time. But, and then, you know, and then I'm a Nazi all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> now it starts. <laughs> Starts with a good time. And of course, I'm the only one they fucking featured the fight. Like, bam, right there. Come on. There's not Your this, picture. There's 20 other people that were like there, and I'm, I'm the only one that get the fucking heat for it. But whatever. You know, listen, man. I'm, I'm, you know, we got to think macro anyway. You know, I just, I have, the quarantine made one, one thing certain. It was like, you can't be in the politics of, of uh, the clubs. You got to uh, expand. Yeah. Or else we're gonna die. Just a, hey, it was a great New York comic, but he made ten dollars a month. He's like fuck that. Fuck Do you know what? Here. I landed on that exact same uh, mindset, yeah. and it's interesting because you're the first person I, t- I haven't really talked to this about anybody with with anybody besides like right. my wife and family about it. But they don't matter close to as much as we all thought they did. I mean, they're fine. They're good right. to have around. They're good partners, but I I don't see them any more than a partner, not like a boss. Sure. I, I think a lot of it is like uh, you get uh, locked into the New York currency of it all. Like, oh, I, I'll get this and this and I'll be the king of the castle. But yeah. real currency is currency. It's not a Friday spot at something, you know? And it feels like, listen, it's, it's, New York is great to get amazing at something. And once you do, once you can like go out, go out. Fucking now you market your unique market ability to yep. the world, right? So I, 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 when I saw the article and I saw the backlash, I was like, I'm 100% going to be the poster child for the idiot that uh, that is seen on the show. Like, oh, the idiot who doesn't care about old people. It's like, dude, we were just 
going out. We didn't think about it. We were just like, oh, we haven't done comedy in so long. And it's so easy to shit on somebody from your home when you look back, right? Like, hey, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But now looking back, yeah, you're right. It probably was short-sighted. And it probably was something that maybe we should have like thought about more. But when you're thinking so heavily, you're like, I just want to do stand-up. You're thinking, oh, this seems legit. This seems all right. This seems safe. Uh, you don't realize all the other kind of issues. Well, I will tell you honestly, I don't think it. I don't think you are the poster child. I think yeah. the poster child is stand up New York. Sure, sure. I think for. I mean, just and we do our podcast there, yeah. uh, or we did. Tell they hear this, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we have to go but back. we we used to do our podcast. There. We know all those guys. They're good guys, but they also. Uh, but they like to I kill people. Listen, they rolled the dice. Yeah, yeah. It didn't come up in their favor in terms of public uh, opinion, public perception. Right, right, and I right. think the other part of it is everybody's sitting at home. Um, there's a jealousy factor as well. There's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we haven't gone out yet. I don't know sure. if jealousy is the right word, but it's like... Indignance, maybe. You know? Indignant is the word. It's like if right. I'm staying at home, yeah. risking, like, right. dealing with this shit, and then stand up New York's going out and do, whatever. I out. get it, bro. You know, yeah, that's I, the way it I, goes. Yeah, I get it. You know, I wasn't thinking about this being a whole. I promise, like we're just out here trying to of do course. some stand up. I mean, but it, it's short sighted. It was looking back, it's like yeah, indoor is more dangerous than outdoor. It, you know, the, the, I get what, why there was a bit of backlash for sure. Was there a I'm crowd at all, two, or was it? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry, Kat. was there any? Who was in the crowd exactly? Just there was all comics, and then one uh, random woman from Miami who kind of wandered in, which is you know normal <laughs> open mic. It seems like. Well, yeah. the other crazy part of this is um, whoever invited the New York Times. Yeah. I don't know what. I think the New York Times <laughs> found out later. I don't know what this was. I, I really had no idea what this was, and like, sure, now people I believe are you. shitting on the name illegal open mic, and it's like it's a really easy thing to shit on. Like, oh, y'all are being so badass, killing people, you know, but whatever. So I, I, you know, it became a whole like it's easy to chop down on it, you know, as as a sure. media thing, sure. you know. It's like, dude, it's such a fucking crapshoot, <laughs> you know. So I saw, I, know. All the, I saw all the Facebook status against it, and I'm like, wait. Then I saw the article afterwards, and I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm, literally one scroll in it's just my orange ass shirt like <laughs> it's you mass Jesus down God. who took the picture <laughs> were they who's taking photos all right, well have- whatever dude i'd rather have me like cheating on my wife you know like just raw like raw dick just like you know uh, but they had to get me no mask oh, no mask <laughs> Jesus yeah, they should have had think. a photo, a staged photo wearing a mask and released that few times. They basically had me just coughing on some old guy. He's like, <laughs> and then they caught that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, there's other comedians. I don't know if I should say names, but someone just, like, I mean, people are putting out themselves. Like someone just yeah. did the Dallas improv last weekend right. with like 300 people in the audience. So listen, you're, you're already yesterday's news. It's already, yeah. I think people have already right. moved on. I'm okay. Listen, if, if, if people uh, run me out of New York for something as hilarious as this, then, uh, you know, I guess I never really made it. <laughs> like, it's all good. I'm, I'm not worried about it, really. Yeah, you're fine. But back to the idea of the clubs having the power and all sure. that. I find that sure. really interesting. Someone put out, I don't know, a couple months, a month maybe or two ago mm-hmm. of um, like people. I, and then they later said it was a joke. I'm not going to say their name. But the idea of being like, oh, if you stay in New York, uh, like I book like someone who books like what bar shows oh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
And they're like, to every, everyone who stayed in New York gets priority for being on my shows. And if you didn't stay, you're, you, I'm not going to book you. Like trying to – like a last-ditch power grab to have control over comedians that were never paid in the first place to do these shows <laughs> in Bam. Brooklyn. Bam. Right? That's the last part. That, dude, I mean – I think it, I turned 29 in March, right? I think that was the moment, the two, the nine in front of the two, where I was like, "What? Yeah, what? My life is is being dictated by bar show number 35 with five people a week. What am, what am I doing? So thinking macro, because I I contend that my skill is macro. Why should my mind be micro? Yes, you know what I'm saying. So like you, you know when your when your skill is macro and your mind is micro, you become a jaded motherfucker. You know, you're, yeah. eventually you're like, what is happening? Why am I not? Dude, nobody owes you shit, but this, this, this small microcosm of the world is not a real thing. It doesn't actually help you with anything in real life. You're not going to get a 401k off the, the bar show where everyone's uh, seats are turned around and you have to actually, they have to do this to even hear you. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. And it's, um, it's uh, the, the idea that, as you said, it's get your skill to whatever it has to be. I always like relate it to like, if I'm selling, if I'm a flower, if I'm a florist, right? <laughs> I like the, if I'm a flower better. <laughs> right. If I'm a florist, <laughs> my job is to sell flowers. All I, I buy flowers. I buy the, whatever best flowers I can get. And then that's my product. I sell it. Our product is right. our act, right? Yeah. You can't, right. we can't buy your act, but once you have your act, then your job is, as you said, go sell it, whatever, go, sell go, it. go on the road, make money, do these shows to uh, get better at your skill. But yeah. no, they have no power over us. That's what I'm saying. I, I appreciate every bar show I ever did. In my life. I appreciate every stage I ever hit in my entire life, but to be at the behest of it, to be, uh, yes. To wake up and think negative thoughts about yourself due to that scene. It's like, come on, let's think bigger. Yeah. And speaking of bigger, mm. uh, America's got talent. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that, dude. How did I, that? That was amazing. <laughs> um, I don't want to kiss uh, your ass too much because I know you too well. But I, I, have a, I have a nice ass ready to yeah. kiss, man. Come on. Perfect. It was, I, I texted you. I texted you right after. Yeah, you it was did, a per, did, perfect did. set, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. It was, I encourage everyone to go watch it now and then come back to this. Cause I want to talk, I want to dive into this. Sure. Um, a few things. Number one, who's a brilliant choice when they said, where are you from to say Plano, Texas and not New York city. Sure. I think, um, I think uh, Plano, it's one of those classic, like once you get to a bigger place, you slough off the older place. And I was like, I could have said Dallas, like, well, should I say Dallas, Texas? And I was like, no, let's go fucking all the way yes. and make it really specific. And then you realize, oh, that, that gives you so much character and structure as opposed to being in the, in the wash of a big city or like, you know. So Plano, Texas, that's, that's, a, that's like, a, what, what's, what's that? What is, mm. All of a sudden you're like, huh? Like an immediate, like what? Not only that, but it's all it, it, 100% true, right? If you say New York City, they're like, oh, like there's a cool factor, but more it's just like, all right, another New York. Comic. Right, right. Yeah. Also saying Plano, Texas, first of all, Plano games. I'm sure you get rap. <laughs> I mean, you get credit. Our podcast now. on Plano <laughs> blew up Plano, so it's a huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure our numbers spiked on Plano our Plano, games. Texas no, podcast. Everyone knows about Plano. Yeah. <laughs> um, but second of all, it's like people, it makes it sound like you're literally like been doing comedy comedy in Plano, Texas for a decade, which is great. <laughs> right. 
which is good because then it's like, wow, this guy's like they pulled him out of like a juke joint or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's in the back what, of a cowboy's what, bar. What reference is that, dude? That's like it's like 1960s Idaho. I don't even know what. I got the- it all up here. <laughs> this one is his first rodeo, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's Plano, Texas. So already you're like, lo- it's a classic move, like lowering the audience's expectations. Yes, yes, yes. And then smash them over the head with, uh, just kidding, I've been to the comedy cellar for like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, was, I got it when I was nine. Youngest comic ever. Esty <laughs> was like, he's a star. <laughs> <laughs> And so then, and I didn't see the package. Kaplan saw the package. I couldn't find it online, but they played in advance, well, right? Well, they play this like, I used to watch AGT years ago when the years right. when Stern was on. So I, I know the show well, and I knew you were going to get past when they, they start playing the package. And when, whenever there's like, yes. the worst yes. your sob story is, I'm like, he's going to make it. Because when it's like, and, he's and poor, it, he's, he's so ashamed of his house, <laughs> his mom can't see it. He's his like, mom, they may seem like you're like homeless, basically. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, AGT has a language that they use, all right? And yeah. my story was not, this is, this is season 15 of Sad, right? So like, they got to up the set. Like season one of Sadness was like, oh, my parents were divorced. And that, that's how sad they got. They're 15 seasons into this like tragedy, sob story energy, right? So now the people got to be like, incarcerated wrongly for 37 years, you know, you're going to have no limbs and your dreams to be a dreams to be a dancer. You know, so like, you got to have like the saddest fucking story. My shit was like, I, I want to not play uh, East side anymore. You know, like, I don't want to be a doctor. Was, <laughs> I, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to walk dogs that much, you know, <laughs> like my shit wasn't, wasn't as, but like the Brown thing hit. And I think the, the humility, I guess was came through. And then, um, the homelessness, I really, I really hit that hard when I squatted in, uh, in uh, Canarsie for a couple of years. I hit that so, hard. And- wait, tell me about that because I didn't watch the package, but I think someone had – I don't know if someone had told yeah. me that. Somehow I had heard that. Yeah. That story. I, yes. When were you – did I – when were you squatting? Did, I, 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 didn't know you, I didn't know you back then. I, don't know, okay. I, I think you would have smelled it on me. You'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was definitely much skinnier than this, if you believe it. I wow. was fucking like – I was – yeah, I was – a neck. I was a long neck. That was what I was. And uh, this is a foreclosed house in Canarsie, kind of a crack denish area. Crackheads just lived there. And a comic friend of mine just lived there. I got kicked out of my uh, first apartment, needed a place to stay. So I hit my comic friend up. I'm like, hey, man, you got an extra room in this crack den? I don't care, man. I, I need something. So he's like, yeah, man, I got this place. I walk in, the bottom floor is just this cracked out weird place. You go up just a couple of stairs. The room I slept in was really nice. There was no water supply. So I used to go to Planet Fitness. I was like a 10 minute run away. And I would like uh, fill up on jugs of water and I'd bring them home, use that for cooking, use that for um, brushing my teeth, had a little bucket, had a chamber pot. Like the water fountain? You would like just take water from the- (laughs) From the water fountain, exactly. I like to, I I would never work out. I'd walk in every day in like sandals, you know, fucking (laughs) fill up jugs of water and I'd bounce. And they all knew that I was a local homeless guy. Uh, But yeah, we stayed in this place for like a year and a half, uh, maybe even two years. And I was like, I had no rent. Really? Yeah, no rent, uh, but no water. But also we had electricity because we like siphoned it off from Con Ed. So it was still going, like electricity was still going. So I'd microwave everything. We're talking microwave, I, I'd microwave spaghetti for 30 minutes, you know, just getting that fucking, uh, you know, energy going. I, I'd, uh, I had a convection plate. So it's all this kind of electric shit that we like worked around. Um, but yeah, no water supply. So if I had to shit, I'd either shit in a bag or I'd uh, uh, shit at the Planet Fitness. Like well, how it was did 20, you, it was 24 hours. How'd you bathe? 
I have Planet Fitness. Boom. Planet Fitness. So, and all this Planet Fitness was why I'm not disgusted. Did you have a membership, Planet, or you didn't? I bought a membership for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like ten dollars a, a month. a month. Yeah, take advantage. It's, it's the biggest. It's the biggest homeless. Uh, fucking cheat code bro i mean i always I, joke about you if you join a new york sports club or something you have a place to shit all over the city like for people who yeah, have homes but you're already, you're already is, thinking I, like yeah on another level like dude homeless people don't, don't have new york sports club money yeah that's that's a, that's expensive yeah holy <laughs> i mean all jokes aside that's unbelievable that's an amazing yeah. story yeah i used to live in like a, and it would save my money I, I loved it i loved living there because i wouldn't pay money for rent it was zero it was zero every month and so i just be saving money I, I made almost nothing but I saved it all. I, I yeah. ate fucking cheap as fuck and I saved it all. And I slowly started accruing some wealth. And when my life got better, I got better job, better gigs. I was like, I look back at that. I'm like, I can never go back to that fucking life where I had literally nothing, not even uh, water. Jesus. Yeah. That would be yeah. tough to go back. To <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, they, they undersold it on HGT. They should have got more into the water. They didn't, the water. <laughs> they didn't get into that. Well, that'll be next episode. Yeah, next Cause episode. they don't, I mean, the longer you stick around, they got to keep, do they right. do more packages? So yeah, exactly. So they, they got to oh. figure out if I'm in the next round, like right. Like the Corona has fucked up everything. So all mm. the rounds are fucked up there. We don't even know how the format's going to be. So they're going to let me know. I think the next week, like, What's going to happen? Am I going to be on forever? Is everyone off? Are they doing a whole other show? Nobody knows. Yeah. Right when uh, did you record that? Right before Corona. Oh. We're talking like three days before everything closed up. Wow. Okay. We're talking like weekend before. They had like five more auditions planned after me. None of them got through uh, in terms of like um, the auditions because it was like Corona hit, hit right then. Is, are they talking about doing this on Zoom? I don't know what they're doing it on, but they're, they're doing some sort of online component for round two. I'm not sure what they're doing. It's very up in the air right now. I really don't know. Okay. It, maybe, it, it'd be so weird if they do it without fans because like the, so much of those shows is like the fan, like every time there's a sob story and someone does like a <laughs> song and they're like blind and missing limbs, all that stuff you just said when the, the, the reaction of the crowd, like crying and going nuts is that it's beautiful. Show. It's yeah. beautiful, dude. And it's, Simon it's actually, Cow, like showing some emotion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, My, this one, what's up? My favorite season ever was, I, I don't know, was this the British one where this whole lady, like she was this fantastic singer and her disability was essentially just that she was ugly. <laughs> Do you remember that lady? Boyle? Susan Boyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could I forget Susan Boyle? That's a disability. She her didn't name, have anything specifically wrong with her. Dude, except, her last name was her problem. How yeah. crazy is that? How crazy is that? <laughs> I had been because I was living in China at that point, so I had been hearing about, I had been hearing her name for right. years, but not understanding who she was. And when I finally figured it out, I'm like, wait, she's just an ugly lady. That's the whole thing. <laughs> but dude, I think her dream was to have a date or something, like find a date. Oh, it was yeah. really sad. It was, but she was, she actually had a successful career afterward. I think she had some staying power. She she made some real money. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, and then the set itself, you went after Simon, though you had a line you switched yeah. to include Simon, right? Yes. Yes. And that was the scariest line. I was terrified of that, but I was, I really was scared because if that didn't go well, buzzer there, because Simon is a mythical figure. I don't care how nice he looks on, on screen. Mm. All you know from your whole life is that this guy fucking tears people's dreams down. That's what yeah. he does. So I'm thinking like, if I don't get the line to hit, there goes my whole set. No matter how good I did, no matter how good I could do afterwards, if that line doesn't hit, it's the, it's the crux of the whole line. It's the make or break. Uh, and it, when it worked, I was like, I'm fucking home. I'm home free. Yeah, it really, but that's the way to do it. Just go for it all, right? Yeah, yeah, just go for it. Dude, there's no telling how much TV time you're ever going to get in life, you know? There's so much, like even this 
thing that I got was a crapshoot. I could have, like, there's so many people that got all yeses. They couldn't get through, you know, they, they, their story wasn't good enough. So they don't put them on the actual show. Bro, like, I heard a story oh, really? about a guy. Yeah. A guy I didn't who, even like, know that all, happens. All the time. Because they, they do, they, they just, they, they have their own show they got to make, right? So they got to make the best. You, you want to have nine, you know, wrongly incarcerated singers. That's not going to be sad the next time. So you got to cut the other eight <laughs> yeah. who's some worse who were in jail for 30. What's up? Who had the worst, longest incarceration wrongly? <laughs> right. The, 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 the nine guys who had 36 years, they're like, it's hey, sorry, buddy. Uh, you know, it's not sad enough. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's like, you know, my story luckily was unique. I had heard a story about somebody who like had a whole party a couple years ago. AGT, I'm going to be on AGT party. And at the last second they called me, they're like, you're not going to be on this show. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy fuck. So, dude, like, I'm, I'm not, I was expecting anything. Just the fact that I got on this and got a little bit of recognition through this is just like a wild thing. That's awesome. Um, and how's it been? You, you're back in New York now, right? Obviously. Yeah. yeah based off yeah. of the New York Times. You might have to leave uh, again, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, sis, but I, I was talking. I talked to you. I, I want to say like three days earlier, you and I were on, you were in Texas. You were on yeah, the was, uh, was, yeah. Dan show. Play no games. Yes. Dan Fligaret. <laughs> Play no games. Yo. Play no. So how, how long were you, you with your parents? Yeah. I was with my parents for like, um, but my mom for like a month, month and some change. Yeah. How did you go back and forth? Were you flying? No, dude, I, I walk. What? Yeah, of course I fly. What else can I do? Well, people are avoiding driving. flights now. People are driving. People are buying. Uh, with your story? Rob Stocky bought a VW bus and yeah. drove it around the United States. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. Jesus Christ. Only white people buy a whole new vehicle to undo, you know? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no, he's, come on, Rob Stocky. He's is, Canadian. Uh, he doesn't count. He's also from, like, yeah, he's from, like, way on the middle. He bought yeah. it and then resold it for the same price mm. after the trip. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. Love Rob, yeah. by the way. But, yeah, I uh, took a plane, and uh, yeah, my plane ride had one person on it. I, when I went back, like, a month ago or two months okay. ago, it was one person on it. And when you're, when you're one of two people on a plane – you think the other person's a terrorist for sure every time. <laughs> yeah. So we were both looking at each other like, "What the fuck are you doing here? I know what I'm doing here. What's the fuck are you doing here?" So it, it got weird. We, I kept looking back. He kept looking forward for like a whole a whole flight. It was weird. Um, but then I it didn't crash. I was like, "Thank the Lord, man!" Because I think we both you could hear us sighing, both of us. The, yeah, because if either ride. one of you, it's a yeah. real one-on-one. If he is a real one-on-one. At least you weren't no. sitting next to each other, so that's good. You yeah. can't see us right now. <laughs> American Airlines could do that. I don't know. You can't. <laughs> you can't say. You, you can't say. Let's roll to yourself. You know? <laughs> yes. Right. Come on, get him. Like the best part about uh, taking down a terrorist on a full flight is that you don't have to do much. You're like, let's get right. him, guys. Right. Yeah. Right. And then Dude, the other yeah. guys come go get him. Exactly. Exactly. I gotta muster up my own strength. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Oh, my God. That's brutal. But it's all, it's, every time I've seen one of the people post pictures from flights, it's either you're the only person on, like you, right. or it's like 110% full. Yes. Yeah, so the one I went when I came back to New York, then it was full. Mm-hmm. And, bro, they were like, so everyone uh, make sure you social distance. I'm like, dude, my, my nuts are on this woman right now. What are yeah. you talking about? There's, there's no space here. You know, this guy, and there's this coughing baby the entire flight. Oh, dude, kill it. Baby was caught, and I just caught it. It was really like a sprinkler system cough, like, <laughs> and it was just like oh. just polio in one, diphtheria in the next, fucking malaria. I mean, dude, it was going, it was going. And so we all were like, dude, if this baby gets thrown off the plane, no one would get angry. We were all <laughs> yeah. like, 
no one would say anything. We'd just be like, it's ah. the only time ever where 300 people are allowed to hate a baby. <laughs> mm. They shouldn't allow anyone. I, mean, they, I wish they should throw them off. To be honest. Bro, was, I mean, masks, yeah, or, coffee. People were you shouldn't be allowed on. Yeah. Dude, uh, you already have a carry on. Fucking throw the baby out there. Jesus Christ. Did they do temperature checks? When you uh, they did a temperature check. I'm not sure if that was what, what, what it was called. It was just they did a thing. They did like some some blowing. Like they point things. like a little gun, like a <laughs> laser gun at your head. Oh no, 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 no! They did like some sort of like cooling thing. Like, hey, this is gonna stop the COVID or some weird shit. Oh, we mean for the uh, plane, like, like a circulation plane, thing. Yeah, like we cleaned it up. We we regulated it temperature. I mean, I don't even know what they were saying, but. Just things to say, like, please don't sue us. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that kind of shit. They didn't do the temperature checks. All right. It's not fucking, um, you know, I'm not an Uyghur Muslim yet. You know what I'm saying? It's not- <laughs> <laughs> well, they do a lot more than temperature checks to the Uyghurs. Are people wearing masks or on the plane the whole time? We wore a mask. We wore a mask. Uh, there was, a, I, I got sat next to a white lady who was just like not cool that I was there. Mm. So she kept being like, hey, can you, um, Use an exit over, and I'm like, "There's someone there." Like, yeah, oh, but just, just for now, he's in the bathroom while while he's in there. I'm like, "Bitch!" Yeah. Like you know, well, you have free reign uh, to be an asshole to people now because you're trying to you're saying it's for COVID. I can be racist. I can be whatever. I can, I can be whatever. Yeah. It's, it's for my health. It's for my health. Yeah. Now, racists have just this new lease on life right now. <laughs> Except Jesus if you're Christ. a white lady between the ages of forty yeah. and sixty. Not great for white lady. It's really not a good time to go off on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, By good the time. Way, Zero to four. They had a good run. So they had a good run. They really did. This whole Karen thing, I've I've been hearing this in comedy clubs for years as a punchline, right? right? The the idea of like calling someone a Karen. Well, I think um, Karen became specified as a type of person. Before people would use any white girl's name as a as a shitty white girl. Karen, uh, you know, Brittany, Jennifer. If you were younger, you were a Brittany. Becky's were younger. Older's were like Karens. Oh, Becky, yeah. Be- older than that was like Gertrude Ethel. So like you had shitty white girl names for a while. Karen really doesn't encapsulate, you know what I'm saying? Like really gets in there. Really, really. people really zeroed in. I don't know how, yeah. Carol would have been fine too. Carol and Karen, two sides of the same shit coin, I believe. I think Karen's got a little, it's better. It's worked out. Better Karen's fine. better. Carol's no a Karen's. little wealthier to me. Sure. Okay, sure, sure. Karen is like, Carol might be as racist, but she wouldn't say it out loud. <laughs> what, are, what are your mom's names? Well, mine's Myrna. Yeah, mine's Myrna. Myrna. Myrna? <laughs> yeah. What? Fuck yeah. Your mom is a rap song? Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) She's from, uh, they're, well, they're from New Mexico. They're like New Mexico. It's very like South, what, Southwest. Oh, okay. Wild West Mexico influence. My mom's Janice, Jan. Jan. Jan could work. But it's old. They don't, not a lot of people have that name anymore, I feel like. like, No, but Janice is definitely a comic hate name. Easy there, Janice. Yes, mm, I've heard right. that a lot. Well, my- Not a lot of easy there, Myrna's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Myrna, dude. You know what's funny about um, old comedy is that the act out name for a shitty white girl was different. So Carlin, <laughs> you'll hear him go like, "Easy there, Marge." I'm like, dude, Marge, <laughs> that is some old white girl shit." But that was his always act out for a shitty white woman or shitty white, you know, shitty uh, uh, wife name. Yeah, was yeah. Marge. Annoying. But now, like, because yeah. names are cyclical. So, like, the way like Adolf was ruined as a name, and no one, <laughs> like, you're not going to name your kid Karen now. Nobody's going to name their kid Karen for like. <laughs> for, 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 
were you, were you planning on naming your kid Pol Pot or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's back. It's back, know? baby. Well, if people forgot, <laughs> yeah, you can go back to Pol Pot. It's better than Karen. <laughs> it's better than Karen. <laughs> it's better than Karen. Yeah. Karen is the new Hitler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pinochet is better than Karen, <laughs> Pino- for sure. So it's really your really son, how long. Maybe your son, literally cocksucker, I think right now is better. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so how was it with your mom? Yes. How was living with uh, old? Uh, what's your mom's name? Uh, Nar- Murda. Oh my God. Uh, it's <laughs> fucking Nargis, which Nargis. is the Karen of Bengalis. You don't even know, but it's just like some uh, next level shit. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, my mom, you know, it, it was in the beginning. It was great. She's and calling then, the cops on Indian. Kids <laughs> and stuff. Indian bird watchers. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, my mom, you know, you know, day, day one through 10, it was beautiful. All love day 11. I'm like, I'm gonna take my chances with the COVID. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking done. Uh, but it was just, you know, here probably going back home is it's great. After you become a certain age, it becomes um, great for a little bit and then sad. And then you feel stagnant and then you feel like, dude, I gotta, I gotta move. My life is not here anymore. I, my, my body knows that I, I can't, I shouldn't be here that long. Right. And so I just started getting like really um, cagey and really like, you know, I'm not usually a depressed guy, but I start, you know, losing the brain a little bit. And, um, and I, 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 my mantras don't work by channeling into positive energy stops working. I just start getting more and more in my own head. And that's not a healthy place. I was at the end of that trip. I was getting there. I was like, Oh my fucking God, I'm losing it. And the thing is you can't, it's not even like you can hang out with like the guys you went to high school with or anything. Everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. That one guy who's still there has got like, still got the meth problem. And you're like, Dude, like, it's best if I don't chill with that guy. You always uh, chill with that guy for one night. One night. One night of fun. Meth. And then, he, then he, the night ends when he's like, you want some meth? And you're like, dude, fucking, I gotta go. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta curfew you again. I'm living at home. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta clean my room, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dude. You're like, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's hang. And then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. Dude, small towns, man. Like, there's something just so nefarious about the energy there. After a certain age, or you go back to, I just, it gets depressing. I'm not even going to fucking lie to you. It just gets depressing. And you start looking in, you start like, like Mobius stripping your own mind in these kind of places. You, you guys feel me on this? And yeah. it just feels like, ugh, like you feel like, you feel dirty after a while. Um, uh, but once I came back, it's, you know, coming back in, coming, just the energy of walking outside, I'm, I'm getting better again. So you're trying to need New York, yeah, even though you can't was, see anybody, can't go, can't do much. Yeah, New York just feels like a place where I belong. It feels like I'm moving. Yeah. It feels like I'm going somewhere. Going. I'm going back to Dallas after actually in a, in a week because to say you know say uh, help my parents move and, and save some money because you uh, just want to fly so much. You just love it. <laughs> I thought I was the most well-traveled man during quarantine. Yeah, this guy's going back and forth with Dallas. Osama's <laughs> fly on, Don't let the New York Times hear about this, Cap. Oh God, <laughs> we might have to edit this part out. <laughs> Expose on me. Like, yeah, just, I, the Osama. spreader. The comic hey, spreader. People, the comic spreader. <laughs> you pop up like doing a 300 seat room in Dallas. Next week. <laughs> oh my God. There's man spreading. And then there's this. Well, you, uh, when you're home, is it like, is it your same house? Like is your childhood room there and everything? Or? Sure. Sure. My mom turned it into like a powder room, but mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the house is still there. <laughs> um, the room that I sleep in has like ants in it. Cause we never clean shit. You know, and we never like uh, fumigated anything. So it's an old house. So shit's kind of falling apart a little bit. You know, you shower for 30 minutes, like the, the leaks downstairs kind of shit. It's, 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 it's dying. That's dying, you know? Save it for your next AGT yeah. sob story. So. Yeah, I was going to say. Is there a Planet Fitness near your parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, 
go you could go back hilarious. home hilarious dude what uh, so what do you think about coming back to new york for for good um i love it dude, new, york, new york is a place dude new york is a place it's fucking people overblow it you know like I saw on like, you know, Bengali news. My mom was getting all her news from Bengali, <laughs> Bengali news. news. Mm. And it's like, next up, New York cannibals eat mayor. You know, it's, oh, yeah. It's fucking insane, right? They really blow it. Like, they still think it's like Jay-Z rap song lyrics, you know, in New York. They have no idea that it's just like mostly cupcake shops now, right? Mm. So my mom is like combining her Jay-Z idea of New York plus Corona. And she's thinking that I'm just like fucking like whittling people and like hammering children to eat it's, it's crazy now i mean it's, it's the it happens i mean my wife's uncle is uh obviously a Chinese guy. i'm the only american he kn- he's like ever he knows and yeah. so he always reads the news and then like calls me he's like turner be careful there was a murder yesterday in denver <laughs> like, like all right that's uncle funny bobo fuck. that's funny as fuck <laughs> uncle bobo is a name why does yeah. every family have one bobo <laughs> well bobo uh, just means uncle in chinese uh, i love it though uncle bobo is the best uncle uncle that's <laughs> I call him Bobo, oh but then in English, Kaplan started calling him Uncle Bobo. Like my Uncle Bobo, her Uncle Bo- yeah, Bobo. Like, I, I don't know, it sounds great. Why not let That's the least funny. informed yeah. guy dictate yeah. the nickname? <laughs> Hello, Uncle Uncle. I missed you, missed you. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be back in what, a couple weeks or something? Yes, I'll go and go back for a month and then come back uh, again, just save some money. And again, New York's kind of opening, but it's not really opening. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. thing here or there, but it's going to be at least, I think, August before people you know clubs are, are doing real shit at least. at least yeah we're still in um virginia at my brother's place but we're thinking of july mid-july we're gonna be back mid-july okay yeah. i got you yeah, yeah that's just enough so we cannot have to if we can go outside like that's enough for us you right. know you right. can go and outside all of new york's outside so because yeah. kaplan's kaplan's still there he says everyone's outside anyway so I everyone's ha- everyone's hanging out everyone's hanging yeah. out the McCarran park is still to the brim right now so there, yeah, yeah we'll see all right you, well, where are you a... in your apartment from before like it, you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. thank you man thanks for doing the Bro. podcast dude always fun time with you guys always always a blast where can people find you besides uh follow me at stand of new york i'll be there <laughs> monday <laughs> tuesday wednesday thursday friday <laughs> no i'm just kidding so who does those guys uh are they safe. off by the way are they did they cancel that whole idea or you have no idea i don't know i have no idea all i know is that I'm, i really hope i still get spots after this is over you're, you're fine you'll be fine <laughs> they want to call they want turner for the next one because they need the next news <laughs> they need like a white guy face to be the real evil villain next yeah, time i know right <laughs> they're doing so well this yeah. week yeah. And all of a sudden, the last thing, the last image you see this week is like brown motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow me at Usama Stands Up, U S A M A S T A N D S U P. Follow me on my podcast, your Mango Bay. Follow us at your Mango Bay, Y O U R M A N G O B A E. It's a fun time, it's wild, it's good times. All right, Usama Siddiqui, thanks for doing it, man. Thank you, bros. Have a good day. We will, we will be hey, back man. with the news. Kaplan, play the music. Kaplan, uh, Sam Siddiqui, what a guest. 
Yeah, he's perfect. He's uh, he he always brings it. Oh, he's got good energy. That's what I was gonna say. He always brings it. There's no other way to put it except for he's ready to. He's game. He's ready to talk about. You know, he's he's had a roller coaster of a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I was a little offended. I didn't get a chance to call him on it, but he made he he, he did this whole thing about how he's got to get his life together. He's 29. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. I wanted to, ju- I wanted to jump through the screen and strangle him. And be like, give me give your <laughs> left here. 29. <laughs> what is that? Well, there's a, but don't you remember like turning 30, that being a big thing? I know. I guess I forgot about that. That was yeah. a big thing. Yeah. And 30, 20, it like, kind of, for some people, it hits them early, you know? Yeah. I thought at that generation, they, they, if 30 is not a big thing anymore because everything happens later now. Like, cause when we were younger, it was like for women, you got to like get married by 30 or. I remember that a lot of yeah. girls when I was t- about yeah. to turn 30, all saying like, Oh man, I'm so stressed out. I'm not married. I don't even have a boyfriend. I'm almost 30. Like that to them was the end of the world being 30. Yeah. And I remember I for 30- guys, you kind of had to be, what's that old saying? If you're not a, if you're not a um, liberal at 20, you got no heart, but if you're not a, a Republican by 30, you got no brains. They used to say, yeah. right? I don't know if they say that anymore. I think that saying's out the window too now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that means you settle down. You get your life together. So anyway, Osama was great. He talks about everything. He didn't care. You want to talk about the good. You want to talk about the bad. Listen, he's the world loves him. And uh, the New York comedy scene, I think he'll be fine. I think he's a little too worried about that. I mean, he'll be okay because it's going to be so long before, you know, unless people are really. I mean, I know people now like they all admire the old communists. And unless they're really making some good lists. And they're really keeping them and not, yeah, they're not going to remember this. Plus it's he's not, going on his apology tour. I think starting he, with us. Right? Yeah. Where, we, where is, we is come? He, <laughs> this is the first stop. Is he, the is he stands new like client? The, yeah. We're like the view. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I should have stand. Uh, if you, yeah, Osama Siddiqui might need a little PR, a little <laughs> he might connection. Need some spin. <laughs> he might need a little spin. He did some, he, he, he committed a Corona faux pas. So, Nothing you can't take care of. Best in the business. No, you've done a lot. We we we're not allowed to talk about the the, the messes you cleaned up. But <laughs> first news story of the week, Kaplan comes to us from Gizmodo. Yeah, I, whatever that is. One of our favorites. It says, "I cut my hair with a vacuum cleaner, and oh man, I think I fucked up." That's yeah. the headline, Cap. Now, who's what? Do people cut their hair with va- what is this? Cutting your hair with a vacuum? Well, I cleaner? think it's because there's barber shops and hair salons have been closed for months now. Sure. And people, I mean, I guess they're open in some places, but in New York, they're still closed. Uh, but vacuum? What about scissors? I, you know, I think What's it's the- if you're cutting your own hair. The scissors are hard because I think you need a certain kind of scissors, right? Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, but a vacuum cleaner's got to be harder. Well, I think it's a it's a part that you attach to the vacuum cleaner. It's almost like it becomes almost like clippers or something. Oh, like a side like, a, like the uh, flow I mean, that this says the flow that is the flow beat. Yeah, so <laughs> they says like those the- those. Oh, wait, this is the... Okay, let me keep reading. This is the flow B, yes. Ah, it says, those who watched late night TV in the 1990s remember an enthusiastic announcer pitching the flow B with footage of men getting haircuts that at the time were already out of style. The concept is simple. The flow B is a set of massive adjustable trimmers that connects to your vacuum cleaner. I did not know that's what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Randy was the one who reminded me about this early in the process when I was... Uh, bitching about my hair. She's like, you want a Floby? <laughs> well, I remember on, uh, remember on, on, um, uh, was it a uh, bill? I mean, not bill and Ted, uh, Wayne's world. They had the suck cut. Their the sponsor cut, yeah. was the suck cut. Everything's coming back for Wayne's world. The queen revival, but yes. Rhapsody. Now <laughs> it's all them, but, but cap this. Okay. So what you do is you attach it to a vacuum cleaner. This yeah. sounds insane, but I remember a lot of, I remember this being normal in the nineties. 
I mean, if I guess it'd be, it's one of those things where, like, we got a, a, a newish uh, dustbuster recently, and I just really like using it. It's got a great design. It's really easy. So all of a sudden, I'm dusting, busting everything. So if this <laughs> Floby had a good feel, dusting just, like, and busting. Yeah, if it's just easy to use and just like gets it really, like, if it really takes the hair off fast, I could see myself getting addicted. And, you know, I laughed it off for a while, but I was looking at my hair today in the mirror and the back of my hair, it's like, I don't know. It's like going up. It's so long. It's curling up. It's almost like a mullet. So I need to, if they don't open up barbershop soon, like, I mean, Randy keeps saying, what should the kids get you for Father's Day? Father's Day is coming up this weekend. Get them a vacuum cleaner. I might say get me a Floby. Yeah, because I, or get me a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Just Because I see there's this thing called the Barber. I like looked it up because I was trying to see what this product was. And it's called the Barber Eliminator. And it seems like a fancier, like hammocker, schlammaker version of the exact same product that we're talking about, but like a little more classy. But uh, it would be an interesting experiment to see because I guess I have no idea how to cut hair. Like, I mean, you, you know, Anna Sparks did it once for you, right? You Actually, I want to give her a shout out. She did it a second time. And wow. I got to tell you, it's an A plus. The second one's an A plus haircut. I've been getting compliments. I was in t- Target the other day. Somebody stopped me and they go, hey, where'd you get that haircut? And I said, Anna Sparks, uh, 109 North Granada Street. (laughs) You know? And they show up? They show up, these people. Are you going to, people are particular about their hair. Are you going to start driving down to Virginia when you need a haircut now? I might have to come back, yes, or get her to come. Maybe she comes up once a year, like the Hawaii people. Like like Randy's hairstyle. Yeah, her colors, she yes. does the whole neighborhood because uh, my hair is great. Everybody's jealous. I went on this uh, Zoom call with the church the other day, and they were all, ooh, it was compliments all around. Even the Zoom pastor, with the church. Even the minister. She was going, woo, woo, looking good. I said, hey, settle mm. down, minister. Yeah, is this Shake of Al celibacy? What kind of ministers are these? No, 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 no. Oh. They're married. They have kids. And oh, that okay. Kind of stuff. These are... It's not priests. That's priests. The celibacy. Oh, I can't keep the track. Ministers are just none uh, of the female, like in the progressive, where women can be things. None of them have to be celibate. Oh, none. That's such a good point. They don't. None of them. No, yeah. but nuns are celibate, right? Mm. Yes, very true. Yeah. Yes. So the Catholics, then, the Catholics are celibate. The Protestants, yeah. no, no, no. That's why Martin Luther, the original Martin Luther, that's why yeah. he nailed the theses to the wall in uh, in Germany to say we're done with you. We're not going to be celibate anymore. And mm, then I'm we, the Protestant church began, the Lutherans. Well, and where does he stand on the, on the protests? I want to post a meme. No. Well, I think they're in his honor, so he's for them. <laughs> okay. By, you know, by, uh, what do you call that? They're in Martin Luther King Jr.'s honor, but Martin Luther King's named after him. Right. So, so transitive property. Connected. Transitive yes, exactly. property is the term I was looking for. <laughs> this is all for some German guy. All right. Next story. Speaking of some German guy. Oh, boy. The Miss Hitler pageant mm. uh, happened recently. Kaplan, I don't know if you Oh, it didn't get canceled? Did they do it on Zoom? <laughs> Amazingly, in the world of everything getting canceled, <laughs> Miss Hitler pageant. Aziz Ansari can't do comedy, but Miss Hitler pageant still exists. Mm. The Miss well. Hitler pageant entrant. Uh, recent entrant and her partner. Okay, so this lady who entered into the Miss Hitler pageant uh, and her partner, her, I guess she's progressive. Lover. She doesn't say husband. She says partner. Yeah, she's progressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just European. You know, they don't have, yeah, they're partners. They're, they're Europeans at heart, those Nazis. Well, they're so all equal, they say, aren't they, in the Nazis? Isn't that what they said? That's, I don't know. No, that's not what they said. <laughs> that's but, communist. But it is what they say in Europe. That's where they say partner, right? Every time I'm reading a review. Yeah, but yeah, go on. Anyway, the Miss, Miss Hitler pageant entrant uh, lady and her partner, recent, this is shocking. They were recently jailed for belonging to a neo-Nazi group. Right. Well, that, I guess, 
It, maybe what she country of, is it illegal to be in a neo-nazi group i think in yeah this is in the uk i wow, think in um, no freedom in, of speech over there well they do not have freedom they don't have freedom of speech i mean in germany this is what i'm confused about she must not be in germany this miss hitler pageant because in germany they don't have freedom of speech and they you know a little sensitive about it so they yeah, are yeah germany you you cannot you cannot you can't be a nazi it's like illegal i don't think you so, can be named adolf I don't think, I think the whole Hitler, they're done with, they're like the people, I mean, you know, people who they grew up super duper religious and then they leave it and then they hate it more than anybody. That's yes, what they like are. Movie the unorthodox or something. That's what they are the Nazis. Yeah. They hate it more than anybody. Yeah. Well, one day we're going to have a Miss Karen pageant to go back <laughs> to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> to see who can, oh, great idea. We should do it soon. Who could be the greatest Karen? <laughs> some suit competition. We actually should have this. And then the biggest yeah. caring also gets arrested. How about that? Yeah, exactly. For being but, a neo Nazi. Uh, let's work on that concept. But yeah, so this, <laughs> I guess if, you're, if, if you want to be in a neo Nazi, if you want to hang out with other Nazis in an area where it's illegal, um, you probably shouldn't be. And don't enter the Miss Hitler pageant. I know you might want to do the walk in a. You've got like a swastika. Listen, uh, everybody wants to be bikini. You want to show off. Everybody wants to be a star at some point. You know, not yeah. all women get a wedding. Not all women get a wedding. So they need so, to be in the Miss Hitler pageant. I wonder. What, do you think in the Miss Hitler pageant you have like a uh, a sort of like a, a version of Guess the Jew where you have to like. <laughs> Like two of three contestants come in and they're very Aryan looking, but you got to sniff them out and figure out who's the Jew. <laughs> yes. Like, what, do, is it that kind of thing we have to prove? Yeah, it would be know. like you get like Mark Marin <laughs> is one. Um, I don't know. Who are the other ones? Don't send me in there because she'll find me immediately. <laughs> no, who are the other non-Jewish looking Jewish famous people? Steve Sanders they, from- they've, uh, changed their, they've changed their names. 90210, was he Jewish? Ian, oh yeah, I think he was. Uh, yeah, it's a good call, Steve Sanders. I never thought of that. Is it Ian Ziering? Is he Jewish? I, I don't, don't know. know. He looks like my friend Scotty D, who is Jewish. So that's why I thought of him. Yeah, like a baseball player, like uh, Brad Ausmus or someone, or you know, the guy in the Astros, like something to trick him up a little bit. And then, and then you also have to ask some questions about. Instead of saying you're pro world peace, you say the opposite, right? You have to like. You have to like come up with a plan because in every beauty pageant <laughs> they come with a plan. For you have to come up with a plan to take over the the world, basically. Yeah, have, yeah, like a world domination of the Aryan race. You At have least, to come up with your plan, like what you would have done differently. Yes, the, the Fuhrer didn't do. Yes, which which is a trick question because if you criticize the Fuhrer, you're automatically out. You can't do it. You can't do. You it. can't say we shouldn't have attacked Russia. We shouldn't have opened up too. Far. You can't say anything. You gotta. Get a really toe. The, it's it's a tough. It's it, it might be tougher than playing doing doing a Simon Cow joke on AGT. So I don't. <laughs> I don't want to use the yeah. same joke in two in the, the two uh, same joke twice in a podcast. But don't you think that the winner of this far and away every single time has to be somebody from Argentina? <laughs> I mean, they're uh, the best looking out of the bunch. It, they're the best. Yeah. Well, they are. I mean. They did have a reputation for shielding a lot of Nazis, but I think yeah. other South American countries did as well. So, you know, it could be a Brazilian. Okay, <laughs> Colombian maybe, throw in there. I don't um, know where they're all from. You but. know, they were, I was watching uh, tennis yesterday. Do you know they have live – tennis is back. We should, they, Novak Djokovic, who we talked about on an earlier podcast because he doesn't believe in vaccine, getting vaccines for COVID. Number one, no. number one tennis player in the world will yeah. not get – he said even when there's a new – there's a cure for the virus, when there's a vaccine, I won't get it. Yeah, he's an well, anti-vaxxer. He, he said, I'm an anti-vaxxer. I mean, Serge from Queens is a Serb, and he translated. He said his, his, well, he blamed his wife. But anyway, uh, 
his he put together a tennis a, a tennis event over the weekend in Serbia because it's you're allowed with fans, mind you. Like we're in the U.S. Open in a few months with no fans. He put one together with fans, and it was so jarring to watch. Nobody was wearing masks. They were sitting a little bit spaced out, but it's not that spaced out. But the most jarring thing for me was how many attractive women were in the audience. It was like every other. It was like they were like, well, we're not gonna. We're, we really want to make this remind. I, I don't know what, what it was. Like everyone wants to watch tennis, so and they all look like what Miss Hitler pageant contestants could be. It was a very <laughs> Hitler would have loved. It was just a really a, a super race looking crowd. Well, so, my Hitler would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if Hitler was super straight. I don't actually know, but it made yeah. Hitler proud. What? Yeah. Um, what? My last thing here is that. If you show up to a Miss Hitler pageant and you're the cops and you're looking to arrest neo-Nazis, wouldn't you just take them all? Why do you just take the one? And well, her- no, she wasn't arrested at the pageant. They got oh, her somewhere else. Oh, I thought they got her at the pageant. Okay. The pageant must take place somewhere where it's legal. I don't know which, you know, maybe uh, I, I don't want to. Probably maybe in America for all we know, because we have free speech here. But uh, uh, they were she was arrested in England. I think there's an English neo-Nazi group. She was a member or she was a member of them. I, I got it. Okay. Okay. We okay. need to get more. We need to do a follow-up we'll story. Do we more need- follow Maybe we got to get her on. She's very lost in Europe. We should probably get her on cap. This has been, should we do one more? Or do you think we should wrap it up? We can do another if you want. I will say I looked at a picture and Miss Hitler is uh, not looking. She could lose a few pounds. I, I got to say. Oh, uh, no. Really? <laughs> and I'm allowed. You're allowed to fat shame a Nazi, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a, that's a loophole. Fat shame a Nazi cap. Last story of the week comes to us from the daily mail. It says new Looney tunes, new Looney tunes program will will strip Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam of their rifles and pistols in response to us gun violence to gun violence in America, but they will still give knives and TNT to hunt bugs bunny. So that's that's exciting. Perfectly for the stupid times we live in. That's just perfect. I mean, it's the dumbest thing ever. This solves nothing. First of all, like, were Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam? Were they were cops or they were not cops? I don't remember. I don't know because I don't. You know, kids today don't watch these these programs. Newsflash! Like they're they're watching Paw Patrol, which glorifies cops. They're oh, watching. Well, they're also watching weirdos on YouTube open birthday presents and stuff. Yeah, weirdos on YouTube. <laughs> right. Yeah, they passed a law that said they can't have guns. And actually, YouTube probably has that role. But, but yeah. So, a this is like who watches this stuff? It's probably older people like who are like nostalgic about like. Well, oh, it's, also, it's not might- children. The ones shooting black people. It's adult or police any, officers. Well, yeah, we have gun violence in this country with like, you forgot before we used to, we used to have school shootings back when, uh, and those are yeah, all. No, no, we've solved that. There's no school. <laughs> That's true. We did, yeah, don't they know we've solved gun we've violence? We've solved school shootings. Yeah, we, well, so, but, but apparently they're trying to encourage kids to get creative and knife people and blow them up with TNT. <laughs> well, let me say this on the TNT front. So I was teaching, I'm still doing a little teaching here. And I was teaching this kid this morning, Chinese kid online on um, teaching him English. And we were doing the three, the huff and puff and blow your house down. Three little pigs, three little pig story. He was reading it in English. Right. And so we go through the first one makes his house out of straw. And then the big bad wolf comes and huffs and puffs and blows it down. Second one makes his out of sticks. And the big bad wolf comes and huffs and puffs and blows it down. Third one makes his out of uh, bricks. And then the huffs and puffs and he can't blow it down. Right. And so before we get to the very end, he makes it out of bricks. And I pause there and I say to the kid, I go, hey, I says, what do you think is going to happen when the big bad wolf huffs and puffs on these bricks? 
is he going to blow it down? And the kid goes, no, he's not going to blow it down. I go, good. And I'm ready to move on. And the kid goes, but wait, teacher, wait. I'm going, what? And he goes, I have a way how he could blow it down. And I says, what? How's that, Sonny? And he says, TNT <laughs> in English. <laughs> the Chinese kid goes, TNT. Get it's dynamite. T- yeah. And he goes, TNT. he could explode the house with TNT. And I say, one, you get an A plus. Second, I'm flagging this uh, English teaching app to tell the cops yeah. to come check on under your bed. Yeah, that's a little. I mean, but it's good they're uh, teaching kids to. Uh, kids have to. They have to have an outlet. I guess is what they're trying to say. They can't. We can't make them pacifists. Well, the other thing, I, I gave him an A plus because he's resourceful. You know, most of the kids just answer the question and move on. They go, move it along, teach. And this kid goes, no, no, no. I'm going to get creative. And he's using the, you know, he's seen, maybe he's watches, maybe he watches Looney Tunes. They get it out there. Maybe he saw TNT on Looney Tunes and that's how he learned what it was. Yeah. Or maybe it's just something that's easier to get there than guns. But, uh, well, definitely I, I mean, they, they have to, I mean, it feels almost like a Simpsons sketch with like, I feel like there was an episode with itchy and scratchy where they're like, we're not going to use guns anymore. Like violence or cartoon violence. Like it, it's like, it's so stupid. It's not like watching cartoon violence. It's like, we're going back. This is where the left, the, the left and the right meet each other. One of those things where, like, yes, extreme, like kids watching uh, Looney Tunes uh, shoot at a, you know Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam with rifles shooting at each other, speeding around in like a canyon somewhere. That doesn't turn them into school shooters, or it doesn't turn them into anything. So, and I, just, I mean, school shooters right I, now, it's really like 99th on the list of issues. Right. Oh, it doesn't turn them into like the gun violence thing. It's like, you want to slow down. I mean, gun violence has been coming down for like years for starters. And yet, oh, you God, pass- don't get on. Oh, God. Here we no, go. no. I mean, here it has been. Go. So, <laughs> and, and censorship, like video games, don't movies, bring facts into stuff. this, Kaplan. Yeah. All those things are, it's just not, I mean, it's like, you know, it's dumbing down cartoons. Not that it's like, uh, so sophisticated of a cartoon as it is, is not the solution. All right. Anyway. Well, let's wrap it up, Cap. I got my Zoom show on Friday night. I will be back. You guys go to turnersparks.com to get tickets for that. It's a free show. And then we accept uh, tips if you want a tip. But it's a free show. It's 100%. That's the point. You can watch the show for free in your home on in quarantine on Zoom. This week, we have Abby Crutchfell from True TV. We have Aaron Camino-Smith from Comedy Central. We have myself from this podcast. We have, who else? Isabel Hagen, who I don't know. She hasn't been on our podcast somehow, but I've known her forever. She's a great comedian. She was, she yeah, was on the Tonight Show. I saw her show. once in Long Island City, I believe. She's hilarious, right? Yeah. She was yes. on the Tonight Show recently. Very funny. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon and... Uh, uh, who else? We have somebody. Oh, Tamara Catan is a world touring comedian. So that's going to be a blast. Get those tickets right now before they run out. We only make 100 available and they fill up every week. So get get those now before that happens. Cap, that's it. Uh, what do you, What should we do? I mean, I, I think it's about time we get lost. Get lost. Get lost.